Gio, Aaron, and Rob from the pod now. I can't believe Aaron showed up and got me like, whoa. Whoa. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts is where you'll find this show. This show. You. We finna pop. Oh, fucking God. Oh, fucking God. We I didn't know, I didn't know we started. Oh. It's recording, yes. Yeah, oh. started, started, yeah. I mean, if you want to smoke real quick, you can smoke. Uh, yeah. Check it. Pause. Mm. All this time, I got so reckless. My mind just checked list. I checked, I checked back. That sucked, but keep going anyway. Like the Energizer Bunny, this shit ain't funny. I ain't no MC, but y'all can't see me anyway. Uh. That was stupid. That was good. That was good. That was not good. Shut up, bro. You do not know music. I'm not. I'm not. Switch I'm not it. Switch it. Terrible taste in music. So anyway. <laughs> we're here. And um, FUE Lit Podcast, man. I'm Gio, a.k.a. Podfather, a.k.a. Posturedamus. A.K.A. Malcolm Next. You might start with Martin, but you're going to get Malcolm Next. Oh, Every week I think he's going to change it, and he never changes it. That's no, awesome. never. This is, this is Rob, A.K.A. The Devil of the Avenue. And this is the guy, Teddy Brown, coming through the radio waves for another episode of the F.U. With It podcast. Thank you, thank you. We're going to let, gonna let our guest introduce himself? Nigga, I was getting there. Motherfucker, let me... Aaron has finally... His, his blackness has come out. And he's finally gotten some fucking hair, so I can't call him thinning anymore. He has some hair. Yeah. Oh that. Yeah. Ah, oh. Okay. I see what you <laughs> okay. Did there. I, I see you. Yeah. So like, <laughs> but actual hair is yeah. Still. He, I see he can you. switch his color on command, and he can grow hair. It's kind of like Captain Planet. Right, and he's only been sucking because, dicks all night. Because he's half black. You, Joe, you know, you know what people sound like when they've been sucking dicks all night? Is, is that where we're going? I, I mean, is this I, the voice? I, I am. I, I am uh, you sound like you have uh, 10 dicks in your mouth tonight. <laughs> it's, it's like the equivalent of 10 dicks. Of all That's things, the voice. Right, of, of all things you could compare it to. You, could be like, you sound like you got a cold. I know, you sound like you were at a concert screaming. You got, you got the coronavirus, I got a rapid test, but no, you go to dicks. But I could say he sound like Pop Smoke. You know, R.I.P. Do Pop like Smoke doesn't sound like me. that. I, I you, know what Pop smoke sm- you know what Pop Smoke sounds like? Like what? you? <laughs> Did you hear huh? it? Huh? Did you hear it? No. That's wow. so bad. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Too fucking soon. Oh, Too fucking shit. soon. <laughs> wow. Too fucking oh, soon. God. Hey. Cut that out. We, we not keeping that. <laughs> oh, my man. No. Look, the, oh, the views God. expressed per- per- perfect. by Black Aaron. All right, so let's, let's, let's. Orbital bombardment. <laughs> so good. You got him. All right, so check it out. Of anybody been, been rocking with oh me through, throughout my podcast career, this voice is very familiar, except for sounding like a bag of, a bag of cats and it's chilling his throat. Um, but this is my... Or our former ex-co-host, all right, our our best friend, our main man, Jared Tata B. White. Oh yeah, that's right. That's the siren thing. I know the siren. Yeah, I've been I've been watching. Um, what's that story? A superstore. 
haven't seen it. Uh, that's what that guy is like. Mur, 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 mur. Anyways, the point yes. is, what's up, people? He makes the noise with his mouth. He does. Anyway, so um, wow. What were we talking about just before this? We said we needed to talk about. <laughs> well, we were. Being well, we wanted to talk talk about the fa- the new movie, movie Fatherhood. Oh yeah, um, we can Kevin, we can start with that because you want to start. Yeah, okay, with tears. so explain it to me because like it'll be good for you to explain well, it to an audience because I have no. Basically, idea Fatherhood is about a single black father <laughs> ra- okay. ra- raising his daughter by himself because mm-hmm. his oh, daughter. I mean his. Daughter's mom, his wife, had died shortly after giving birth to his daughter. That, oh, God. Bro, I screamed at the screen, like, uh, so many times. Oh, my God. I'm so, not going to lie. I was, see, like, you, you know, you, you know oh, how God. you said that you were, like, you, you, you had tears? I cried a I lot. was angry. You was angry? Yes. Why? You know why? Because the way that they doubted him yeah. was the, so crazy it's yeah. like like okay. like what like when you saw the woman when she had the baby mm-hmm. and he was in the hospital sleeping in the recliner mm-hmm. like bitches two parents yeah okay. so there's something you have to remember here too because like I, I like to talk about people and i was also mad that that recliner looked more comfortable than any fucking thing i've ever slept <laughs> in the hospital <laughs> that's fair um so like people th- this is a, this is a big <laughs> thing mad, with with be. men that uh, that a lot of men are known to have where like we have a certain degree of emotional immaturity Right. And like one of the things you say angry and you say it's crazy. And really the emotion you're talking about when you're like feeling for the father is indignation. Yeah. Which is to be which is like the anger you get when you've been wrongfully accused. I know mm-hmm. what indignation you know, like the means. You feel for somebody who's been wrongfully accused. Yeah. It's justified anger. And don't yeah. let people just say because that's the thing. A lot of times we feel anger. and We feel like it's never justified ever. Sometimes we're OK being angry. Uh-huh. You know, and so that kind of thing. Yeah, well, you're like screaming at the screen. Anyway, okay, so he goes through like a court thing. No, 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 no. no, no, no he's not doing a court thing at all. It's his fucking he, daughter. Yeah, his, his daughter. It's his daughter. I mean, mm-hmm. the mom dies. They were married, so the baby's legally his. <coughs> yeah, but, but it's just like the, the struggles of the life. Kind, kind, yeah, the struggles. In the beginning, the grandma wanted to take the baby away from him. How does that know? go if they're not married? Oh, is that what happened? Uh, then he has to go through. He has to get custody through the court. Fuck that! Wait, wait, wait so that happened in the movie? Ass. Huh? That happened in the movie? What? No, no, no. no I'm just no, saying, the I'm... mom dies in the movie. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, because I read the book. So yeah, I'm no, no. There, 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 there's no court battle. No, no nothing like that. Okay. We we're just talking about what would be the procedure if they were not married. Got you. Yeah. And I think he would have to go to the court to get custody. I don't think it would be a hard battle to win. Yeah, Jared. But... You... If, Ultimately. if you listened, uh, you would know. I thought you were going somewhere. That's why I was trying to figure. A out. lot of times we reimagine things, but, but no, that was it. Was just it was just a, it was just a reimagining. I, I just this bit all the I time, just, and I never uh, understand. Like it's just it's just because I know I do that. I, I do know that. Like when I signed um, my first daughter, because mm-hmm. um, the affidavit, the other three, I, we were married. Right. So the first one, I actually read it. And it said that there's there's like a clause in there the affidavit. where you have yeah the affidavit where you have to sign over your the physical rights to the mother right really yeah, yeah. That's, that's what the affidavit is the affidavit for you to have your name put on your child's birth certificate on the affidavit it is printed that you give the, your rights away to the mother yeah but what it is is that you may give your rights away to the mother but since you are claiming the child you have the ability to fight for that child. That's you know, crazy. You know, yeah, so that's God. why, at that point, you have to go to court to establish custody, um, and parenting time for your child if you guys are not married. You know, what I'm Yo, that's what you have to do. That's intense. You know, it is, and it is. It, it's it's stupid it's because the affidavit should say 
upon signing this paper, you are, you know, you are legally 50% have custody of this child. Yeah. You know, that's what it should say. I don't understand why would they, why would they just make it so that we are giving away our rights to a child that we are claiming? Yeah. I've, I've actually, I've actually got like a lot of frustrated calls, like from my father when he had, um, one of my little brothers, um, from people that I know that had babies, they were reading affidavit and was like, "This is cr- I'm not signing this shit." Mm-hmm. Like what? Yeah. Like anything can happen. Like from now, from when we leave the hospital, we can start beefing. And like, um, like me, me and my wife actually had an argument to where, like, if you are the father of the child, and the wife and the woman says she doesn't want you in the room during the birth, she, you gotta be in there. You ain't. You can't be but, there. But you know what's fucked up there, bro? Is that? Yeah, the affidavit may say that you're giving away rights to the mom. If you ain't, if you don't sign it, you ain't got rights in the first place. Yeah, so you're fucked either way. You know what I'm saying? It does say, like I said, you have the ability to basically fight for your kid. So, but then what? What good does that do you? I mean, you can, depending on the parenting time that you already had established with the mom, you know, before you go to court. Some courts, you know, just let it be a continuance of what you already had yeah. so that the child can can stay on that normal schedule. And, it, and it's so crazy how, you know what I'm saying, like, the way you went through the system mm-hmm. and all the shit that it put you through, like, how knowledgeable you are about that shit now. Yeah. Like, imagine, like, when you first went into it, yeah. like, having to learn all this shit the hard way. Yeah. Ugh. Like, that, when I, that That was the, the pros of having a lawyer. Yeah. You know? Um, Which is a fucking expensive on its own. Yeah, it was expensive as fuck, and I felt like it was pointless because I didn't get, I didn't get, you know, I didn't get the parenting time that I wanted. Yeah. You know, yeah, I got fifty fifty custody, but what niggas don't understand, you know, is that parenting time and uh and custody are two different things. Yeah. You know, there's physical custody. Yeah. And then there's parenting time. There's a lot of time. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you make you may have fifty fifty. <laughs> physical custody of your child but you may not have 50 50 parenting time and if you don't have 50 50 parenting time then your ass gonna be paying child support and you might even pay child support even if you have 50 50 but it's gonna be less how the fuck does that work i don't understand that shit at all uh, so know? anyway back to back to fatherhood so basically the mother dies and jesus that was a long roundabout to the whole thing it was own, fun to listen to uh, yeah i was waiting for him to come back his own mother his own mother, his wife's mother, his 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 wife's his wife's mother, his own best friend, everybody around him was doubting him, and basically, <clears throat> the his wife's mother was basically like making it a point to try to take the baby with them back to Minnesota where he was from, uh-huh. mm. and he like thought about it for a split second, but then he like came back and told her, "Nah, fuck that, yeah. we ain't doing that shit," and then I like for me. I would have been like, get the fuck out of my house. I feel like, do people stay in Minnesota? Is it a popular place? Yeah, I'm from Minnesota. Yeah. Even if yeah, I talk Ma- like Minnesota that. might. Um, <laughs> that was one thing I really liked about... Three. about yeah. <laughs> 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 kind of ended a little Australian. I get, I get, I get to you a solid seven. But I give you a three. I know some folks who talk like that from Minnesota. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> Rob and I could not let that just like look at each other. No, three. <laughs> I'm from Minnesota, don't you know? Science right there. Yeah. Like, don't you probably know. would have had no, the most positive no. response. But, to that. Oh, but listen, three. 
sorry. Oh fuck. Hey man, fuck y'all. Okay? Sorry, sorry. No, fuck no, you're perfect yourself. But wow. One thing that I that I, I really liked about um the dynamic between Kevin Hart's character sorry. and his wife's mom. She was coming at him heavy. She was. She was coming at him yeah. hard. Yeah. And I know me personally, if my child's grandmother was coming at me like that, or even my mom was coming at me like that, I'll get loud right back. But look, you know what I'm saying? But like he all I'm saying is that he handled her very well. You know what I respect about mama though? What I respect about his about my mother in law? Yeah. Because what she could have done, she didn't do. What? Which is get CPS involved. Why? Well, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying True. that she was justified. But let's. But see, the thing about that would have been messy. The thing about fiction, yeah, is they leave so much out mm-hmm. because if Mama really wanted to be dirty, yeah. she could have. Right. Like, and he's already got the odds stacked against him. Yeah. And that's what I was waiting for. I was waiting for CPS to stroll through. Oh, yeah, that yeah. other shoe to drop. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. And that's why I said he handled her very well. Uh, you know, because I feel like if he. Was more of a um a hot headed kind of character in, in it, you know what I'm saying? And they were arguing back and forth, it you know. Worked against then, him. then maybe that would have worked against yeah. him, and maybe she might have, you know, chose to go that that CPS route. It was just it's it just like for me, I guess I get it. I get the lightheartedness of it. Mm-hmm. Like it felt like, um, it, it kind of felt like a Jim Carrey esque kind of movie in a sense. Really, just like 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 how when he gets heartfelt in his heartfelt bag, mm-hmm. it kind of mm-hmm. felt like that, but. I was looking for it to, you know, for, for him for him to really go through the shit that a motherfucker would go through if there was a if, if there was a single father. He had a decent he, job. He, he did though. You know, I mean, he no, did have a decent job. He, he had a decent job. He wasn't struggling. But that's 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 a preparation though. You know, if if you do things kind of in the right way, kind of in the right way, okay? As in, you get married. Get your career career in order, and then have a child, and you don't have to go through the struggles that you know a uh, a guy who hasn't done that before. And as like. and and see that, and the thing about that is, there's more of us on the other side of that ball. Oh, for sure. Than over there, for because sure. I feel like that was only relatable to a very small amount of people. Yeah, overwhelmingly like, like, right. on one side of the yeah. scales on that. The like, I, I really feel like heavy. they could have went there with that. Like but, they really could have made his life a living fucking hell. But, but if yeah, I can if I can I, I can see that. If I, can, I think I haven't seen the movie yet, right? Mm-hmm. Like I said, I've only read the book. Yeah. But I think I can appreciate the fact that they did that because yeah. e- typically in black movies like that, we typically always see like the downtrodden Black yeah. side of society, yeah, the, the black struggle. Yeah, we said, we, we said I, a black I, struggle. I absolutely yeah. respect that, and and this is something that I have personally asked for. Mm-hmm. I have personally asked for them to stop showing the downtrodden. Yeah, the black struggle. But the only problem with that is I don't want that to. I don't want that to take away from the real from the realism. You it, know what I'm saying? Like because because most of us out here struggling. But even even people that's doing okay, like in that situation, especially like if his if, if his wife had a decent career and mm. she was doing okay, losing her would have been much more of a gut punch to most of us. To, to most of us, but I I I appreciate it. They didn't go down that route. Yeah, you know, I I, 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 well, I really do. The message was hopeful, Geo. Don't ruin the hopeful message by 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 deciding that reality this me. says it should this, be. Uh, this me. Right. Yeah. This me. Yeah. So and the one thing that I that I really I really enjoy is that. One thing I really enjoyed was that the fact that Kevin Hart wasn't the main. He he wasn't the the 
comedic relief in the movie. No. Little Rel was. Yeah, was. And he did a damn good job of that. You know, and, and that he was. Little Rel was yeah. funny as hell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the and the little kind of soft comedic jabs that Kevin Hart did do yeah. were fucking awesome. But you know like, what though? You know? But you know what though? Believe it or not, this isn't Kevin Hart's first movie where he didn't play the uh play kind the of release. Yeah, because he played um the, the, the upside. Yeah, the down upside. upside. I thought yeah. it was, it was, it was, it was, Okay, yeah, but like uh, for the record too, I was gonna say I like that because Kevin Hart has a like I was watching I don't know it was like Jumanji or some shit and I was like, damn, he has a super expressive face because in like the second one, they play like who is it he that he plays? He gets his body. Danny Glover. Over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh and so yeah. He looks and he looks so fucking good at it. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, this dude can like his face is like made of like clay. He can just make it look any way he wants. And so it's good that he plays serious roles because like the people read off of those emotions. And so yeah. like you know right. we 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 yeah. sync a pint. You know we like we feel the same emotions that other people feel if they have a really expressive face. He's good at broadcasting that kind of stuff, and it's really handy for comedy. And I'm glad because that brings like a lot of happiness to people. Mm-hmm. You know, but in the same token, it's really handy for like disaster and things like that yeah because i mean you want to be able to connect to someone and sometimes we just need that physical connection like yeah. you know we need to express but i want to i want to say this i find it interesting because I, like i said i haven't seen the movie yet mm-hmm. but in the book he handles the the, the i think it's interesting that you say like the family doubted him right mm-hmm. they got him like everyone out doubted him was everyone. like you need to get it in the book so the original story is from a white dude actually Right, like his wife died in childbirth. Like I don't know how much they went to the movie, but they he actually tells like you know like after they try to bring her out the bed, she like like had like an aneurysm or something yeah. and died. You know, yeah. and it's like he goes into deep, but like right. in the book, no one doubted him. What they did is like everyone started supporting, and they was like, no, you can do this, and they start setting up funds, and oh, and he started shit. like writing, and all these people from like around the world start connecting with him and coming to him and like. Helping them fun. It was definitely white. Yeah. So so yeah, so so, so, so <laughs> but what I'm saying is that's that's interesting that the movie took the liberty of changing that and make it seem like so I wonder how the, the people who wrote the movie think about like that black aspect versus the white aspect. Because yeah. why didn't they do the same? Why didn't they say like a community of black people came together was like, No, you can do this, we'll support yeah, you. I really would like that support. message more than just the bare basic like yeah. Me too. Because yeah. nigga because that's different. Because I'm you, not gonna you know, do this. No, because because it makes it makes you wonder. Like, is is the black community? Do we automatically think that negative onto like our black fathers in that sense? Yeah. Because yeah. Be, because and that's, and that's that's sad though. That, that yeah. bro, we can, sad, that's, that's listen, probably not listen, true though because listen. I hear a lot of support. Nah, like no. all over. Yeah. Nah, nah, no, son. No, no, listen. Let me let me tell no. you. Let me tell you. The reason why the system is written the way it is, is because of our fathers. Mm. It's because literally because of our generation of fathers, not us, but our fathers. Yeah, our fathers. Right. Yeah. My 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 father wasn't there. Mine was either. His father wasn't there. Your father wasn't there. No, and you know, because of that, because of all of that, the book is written the way it is, and it's simply just the sins of the father thing. It ain't got shit to do with us, because mm-hmm. we're trying, but it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. There was there was so. There were so many broken homes. Yeah, I feel like maybe this, this because this book is new and the movie is new. It is kind of a representation of like. Yeah. Well, well, know. the book has been out for a few years now. Yeah. Like it's a true story. But yeah, it's the it next generation of of 
parents stuff, you know, because like we had to watch the stuff that was like based on like how our parents had it, right? You know, which and that was like, oh, think about like the stuff that we used to have to watch as kids from like the 90s and 80s, you know, like when Harry met Sally, where like you know, nothing says good job like a firm pat on the behind that kind of like sexist, like you know, you just you control the family, you're the man of the house, that kind of stuff. And I'm kind of glad you took it of, to that direction. It's kind of evolved in a different form now where like it's more equality and everybody kind of suffers together, which I don't appreciate that society's gotten that way, but yeah. like, right. I do appreciate that like the message behind it as it gets more modern actually seems a little bit more hopeful because he makes it right. I'm assuming in fatherhood, like the very, yeah, yeah he, it's yeah, a happy yeah. ending. The child doesn't simply die. You no. know, yeah. you know, one, one aspect I, of the I movie that, ending so much. one, one <laughs> aspect that I wish they would have explored. You remember in the movie, you know, this is kind of a spoiler, but when he went to the, to the mom's, um, class, oh, the new mom's class. You know, yeah. I wish they would have showed that he kept going yeah. to, to that, and the yeah. mom accepted him, yeah. and they helped him get through those early years. Yeah, that was crazy. He walked in, yeah, and it was like all women there, and oh. basically they looked at him and was like, um, "You're in the wrong room." And she was like, "AA is down the hall," and I was like, "Yeah," I put I like, myself in his shoes. I was like, "Bitch, I'm a I'm a father." Exactly. Like, yeah. Like, bitch. I, 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 I caught that. I caught offense of that too, you know. But I just felt that. Seems like it was. I wish they would have accepted him more, yeah. you know, as as a new parent. And like I said, I wish they would have played on that <laughs> dynamic kinda, of of helping him get through those early years as a as a new father. I'm kind of glad you guys took it this direction because I was gonna lead it here, because with everything going on, and I always go back to the Me Too movement, the timing mm-hmm. of that movie where um, where patriarchy and just masculinity is everything but celebrated right now. Mm. Right, like yeah. it's it's just fucked up because. We're having to grow and mature in a time where we're already paying for the sins of our fathers. Mm-hmm. And now, not only are we paying for the sins of our fathers as far as them not being there for um, their children, but we're also paying for what they did to the women of that generation. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, much in the same way, like, for the just feminism, just like like equality as far as race is concerned, like all equality is the same. The, the main goal is that if you not you're not taking specific steps, you know, like the, how to be an anti-racist. Did we talk about that? If you're not taking specific anti-racist steps, then you're being by nature racist. It's like senators who don't pass specifically like pro-black legislature. Mm-hmm that they're being by their own nature racist. Like, they should be trying to build that, you're, you're the whole thing up until there's equity, no, justice. I don't remember. You know, the, like, the, the picture of the fences. We've talked about the, that before. You know, but like, I, I, I hate to bring this up, and this is going to take the conversation a different direction, probably. But based on what you just said, if basically, you know, senators and legislatures aren't passing anti-racist laws and legislature, yeah. then, then by default you're going to be branded as a racist. But when you look at the run of Donald Trump, Donald Trump really did do a lot for the black community that he's never really going to get that much credit for. Well, he did one thing for sure. He definitely encouraged and incited a riot with a bunch of white supremacists and KKK. He did do that, but besides, but, but that, but besides that, we're talking about what he did for the black, for the black community. Okay, He did give us... Um, Billion dollar fundings for small black businesses. Okay, well he did. Yeah. Josh Candace Owens. He, he 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 did give us. He he did give us Juneteenth. Okay. I thought Biden gave us Juneteenth. No, Biden. No, Trump gave us Juneteenth. Biden made it official though. 
No, he didn't. Biden just took took office this year. He just made it official. I, I took off work that day. We had Juneteenth last I year. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but what I'm saying is that, regardless, Trump did do some good things for the black community that I feel like some black people, a small percentage of black people appreciate, you know, and for like people like Ice Cube, um, Steve Harvey, Kanye West, who try to get with Trump and make better legislation and do things better for um for black people, we shunned them. We basically shut them out of our community because we saw them as traitors for trying to sit down with with, with the one person in, in well the most powerful person in America and try to sit down with them to make a positive change for the black community. All right. Yeah. So I kinda gotta take it from you. Because you're gonna feel this one? Okay, go ahead. I'm not saying whether or not <laughs> I'm not saying whether Trump is a racist or not, but I'm but the the way that that message was conveyed to us is completely on the Dems. It's completely on the the fact that instead of the Democrats actually trying to strengthen their party, they spent the entire time painting Trump and whatever came with him as a racist yeah. because they use those buzzwords to win us over. So pretty much anything that they say to us, we're going to fucking believe. Whether or not it's true, and I'm not saying it's not true. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying Trump isn't a piece of shit. I'm not saying he's not an orange clown. But I'm saying that a lot of the message that we received and the, and the way that we went about the things is the fact that the Democrats... They they played on it like yeah, every they, they every single they knew For that sure. if they said racist we would react. And but the thing is, by no means am I saying that Trump isn't a racist. But you have to understand where I'm coming from. I personally do not believe Trump was racist to black people. He was definitely racist to Mexicans and he was definitely racist to Asians. I don't know, but I mean, one could say he's not a racist to Mexicans. He's racist to illegal aliens. You know, it depends on enough. That's just it. If there's enough weak at the end. Same way we would look like, oh, he's telling stuff about Hispanics. But there's some people like, oh, no, he's building a wall because he's keeping out illegal aliens because they're coming in, they're affecting us, yada, yada. Therefore, he's not racist against the pop, the that, that, that ethnicity of people. He's racist against illegal aliens. Illegal yeah. aliens. Yeah, okay, well, just Okay, but then how do you explain the, the racist rhetoric and things that he said to Asians? There, there, there aren't... As much as of a, a legal immigrant thing for Asians as it is, say, for Mexicans. But he didn't have beef with the and, Asians until they brought until he felt they brought the coronavirus over. Right, and the things that he said about uh, the things that he said about the Asians during the whole coronavirus things, you can. It's hard for you to try to fight against the fact that he's racist towards Asians. But he might he, not. He, he said some pretty fucked up shit to them. Yeah, but he might. But think about it though. It's the same thing. Is he racist to the American Asians, or is he racist to the Asians in Asia? You know damn well that white folks don't give a fuck about no, whether, that's, whether, that's, whether you're American that's true. Asian a, or, or Asian. No, Asian. it's true. It's the same way. We're, we're, we're all the same. We we are no. all niggas. No, you know no, no. Because even black people have a very distinct black people. Yes, we we divide ourselves between niggas and higher class black folks, but white folks, no, we're all the same. No, that's not true. White that's people divide themselves the same. Mm. Everybody divides. White folks divide themselves the same, but
but they don't divide us the same. No, they don't. No, Wait, they what don't. do you mean? What do you mean? No, they don't. As in, they, they group us all in the same. No, they don't. No, they don't. They don't group us all the same. No. That's bull. They don't. I mean, I, I and, guess... And, and, and I you, guess you even said, that, I, said, said the no, same thing before. I didn't say that. That's not what I said. My point, tuh, and I remember my point, tuh, was <laughs> why that are you doing if the, that extra emphasis, if I don't you, know why he does that. He does the bit every right, time. What the I fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that if you hear somebody say a black man, they are referencing an American black man. Yeah, that was my point. And I'm pretty sure I've made that on TA. Yeah, okay. And I mean, for the record, too, like, I look at... <laughs> they cannot, you, they're going to say black man for anything because they don't know whether that black man is actually an African or not. So, therefore, we're all Josh. black men to them. No. I, I look at everybody no. based, like, yes. based, on, based on different other factors than evolutionary descent. Mm-hmm. That's really all it is. But, I'm, but, yeah, I'm but simply, that's the way it should be. Yeah, I'm simply I'm saying yeah. that if, in fact, someone says that is a black man, they are talking about us. We have a, we're from the U.S., the black U.S. men. So what I'm saying is, if, if if it was actually a man from Africa, are there are so is a white person gonna say that African man right there? If he knew he was an African, exactly uh, they don't. No, no, no. You know what I think it is? Exactly. I think it depends on the situation, because sometimes if it's a negative connotation on amongst someone, they would just say black, because you know obviously the whole term black itself is it, it derives from like a negative meaning. Yeah. Like, like if you look at like old like dictionary terms, like yeah. you know, yeah. obviously white was like pristine, holy, all this right. stuff. Black was evil, negative, all this dark stuff, right? Well, yeah, well, because uh, because it, that's that. Honestly, it's a weird how metaphor for how like religion helped inspire cleanliness, which prevented infections that would have killed us in our early ages. There was a Mary Prussard wrote a book called uh, called. I remember the name of it. I can't remember the name of it right now. But uh, yeah, and it talks about how like even tribes in like the Philippines, you know, where like nobody had ever been to from Europe, right? They were still sweeping out their huts to banish evil spirits, which was actually cleaning it and cleaning out bacteria that may have been laying dormant there for days and might have been harmful in the end. So yeah, Mm -hmm. like white being the source of good and black being the source of darkness could have originated in, in the religious aspect. And it's really... Just like I feel like uh, temporally, it's like a coincidence where where that was also associated with, with okay. awesome. Also associated with like with race. It's like a coincidence because uh, with like the, the the timing of like the Holy Crusades and the discovery of Jerusalem and all that stuff and the Holy Land and the wars on people of other colors, and having that be associated with it. I mean, like, and the thing when we talk about this, like how I thought it was like universal for every other, I, I thought it would be universal for every other planet that like, I know it looks different, that uh, uh, slavery in some form would exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I feel like whatever civilization described, like if there was a huge collection of all the materials necessary, readily available in Africa to create gunpowder, because in our in our world it was Asia that discovered and created gunpowder. And then the Europeans, who were like known conquerors because they had to fight for a whole bunch of resources for generations and ger- generations, they stole that and turned and weaponized it and turned it into a weapon. And so I wonder how that would work in like other civilizations. But like, anyway, okay, so sorry. We were going back to, uh, to like white and black and how they're represented in religion and being evil. No, just, re- just, just represented in society. Yeah. Oh, you know. 
Yeah, but, I mean, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, you were I was, I, I, I was gonna kind of retract what I, what I had said about about white people because we're the same way. You know, we're not gonna we bunch all white folks together too because we're not we're not gonna know if a white person is English or you know Scottish or whatever whatever we're gonna say that white person. You know what I'm saying? Like and like white we we all do it. We go by the color of each other, and we're gonna say what you are by your color. Or like fifty, I mean, 50 in a other sense, countries in the European in Union, a sense, or like but Russian. You know, at, a, at the end of the God. day, um, you know, the the point that I was making is, in general, not not as far as anything else goes. In general, if someone is calling you a black man, they are referring to an African an African American black man now once they get once they know you or they know what you are or you come in wearing a dashiki yeah it's different or you come in you know what i'm saying wearing whatever all the other black nation nationalities wear right then they will start to differentiate but upon first glance if you just wearing street clothes right then if they say that is a black man they are referring to an American black man. That's just this. There's just facts. I think they're just referring to a black man. Well, right? I think not, I, not, not an American man, just a well, black man. A I mean, I, I agree with Josh. I think they're they're looking at it at face value at that point. Yeah, like they're basically saying like dark skin black yeah, guy. Black. No, not, not American. I'm black, telling black. you, I'm telling you that if they knew the nigga was an African, they would say no, that. no. They but would that, not that, say that. No, as no. A black that's, man. that's what we're saying. They're saying on first view. Yeah, okay. If I just see somebody in the, in the middle of the store. If he has dark skin, I'm gonna say black guy, black right? Guy. But listen, but, but if I know him, if I do know him, and I, I, I and I know he's African, I'm going to tell you that's an African but see, man. Here's, but see, here's the thing. The or point, more specifically, the, the, like that's a Nigerian, that's a Somali. Yeah, yeah. That's the, point, the point that I'm making to you is that when you say that, you have to also understand that we are referred to as black men. You don't differentiate us. Right. Yeah. yeah. You also but, don't but, differentiate white people. You really yeah, don't. Yeah, we don't. But you do. If I knew if, if I knew somebody was French, if I knew somebody was yeah, English, you would yeah. Do that British, for black people too. We're saying Scottish, that we would say Nigerian, like we would say Samoan, yeah. South African. Yeah, we would say saying. that. You are yeah. basically saying yeah. you have to know, but that's what we're saying. Like mm-hmm. if you it, don't know, you're going off of face value. You're yeah, basically you're just going to say black. You're not going to say that's an American black man. And for the record, we all can we talk about how we all suck at differentiating Middle Eastern people. I have no We do. We not fucking do it. We we suck at differentiating. I'm trying anyone. to learn. Yeah, you know, like, to get better at it. Like but. even in, even in Miami, I thought a Venezuelan was a white guy for the longest time. Yeah, I mean, how many times have, have we have we? You thought mistaken, what? Yeah, yeah, but because they're lighter skin, they're sometimes. super light. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and how many times have we mistaken a Mexican from a? From a, a Puerto Rican, dog. Yeah. I met a. I, I, Don't I used mistake to work. a black um, Dominican person for a black person. Either. I they, got mistaken they, for a Dominican. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, yeah. They, they, they I used them to super I, super offensive. That I used yeah. to work with a Cuban uh, when I worked at Gestamp some uh, years ago, many many years ago. Yeah. You learned the difference. You couldn't pretty fucking that quick. you couldn't tell me mm. wasn't from South Africa somewhere. <laughs> he yeah. but he was. Dead ass Cuban. Yeah. Yeah. See. No. I was like, but that's what we're saying, nigga. Like you have to know. You gotta know better. That's that's why when I'm down in Florida, bro, I don't even question what people races are. Like, or I don't care until they tell me everybody's just their name. But I think what brands they're wearing, like what are they driving? Yeah. I think that I I, I think that you guys are 
are mistaking my point. I'm saying not only on first glance, but I'm saying once you get past the fact of knowing. If if me, if if me, you, you do not identify, if, if we don't identify as something outside of the realm of an African-American black person, then we are going to be referred to as a black man. They don't differentiate that with us. I'm saying once they get past the point of knowing, once they get past the point of, okay, he's not Jamaican, he's not an Islander, he's not South African, he's not this, he's not that, what does that make you? Well, I'm getting kind of confused. Because we're saying the same thing you're saying. Exactly. So we're not arguing. Because, oh, okay. I mean, if you, if, yeah, well, I mean, you have to be something. No. But no, I'm but I'm saying that I'm saying I'm still like like you have some type of heritage. That we are saying that's different from what you're saying is that you're trying to say that if a white person says a black man, they're referring to to an American black man, and we're saying no, they don't think of it as an American. They just look at it as face value a black person. Period. And now, I'm telling you that once you're past the point of knowing, yeah, okay, if yeah. you're if you're talking about us. That's what they're referring to. Yeah, okay, once, so, once, they, once they're past that, though. Yeah, but that's what we're saying. Like, okay, so a simple example, I think, is because we can kind of like come in the middle of this conversation is that like Idris Alba, right? Idris Alba, sorry. Mm-hmm. Idris Alba. When they talk about Idris Alba, they say British because they know he's British. He's yeah. a British right? man. They know he's a British man. Yes. And it's the same thing as like Jay Z. When Jay Z first started rapping, he was a black rapper. Then he got successful, became a businessman. Now he's an African-American rapper from New York or wherever Jay-Z's from. Or he's I, a black entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? You're taking it elsewhere, but okay. But, no, but, but yeah. I'm saying it, but that goes into but your thing. Like, 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 like once you know, yeah, once you that's know when better, you start you're doing getting specifics. Yeah. You know, that's when you start getting specific. Like, like my friend uh, down in Florida, right? He is, um, he, he's from Cameroon, right? Mm-hmm. When I first saw him, I, I said African. But now I started talking to him. He's a kid from Cameroon. Found found out a little bit after that. He's also French. So now Dog. I'm like delving into this. Tax Stone. I love it. I love Tax it. Stone. Yeah. The, 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 he's yeah, fucking Honduran. Like yeah. races coming together. Like, you can't tell me he ain't black. Evolutionary tracks coming yeah. together and meeting up and making kids and making such wild changes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the most important thing about it. Is like when you get these physiologies from all across the world that meet each other. We hit. That's where you hit that evolutionary spark. That's gonna like. What did you guys say? It's like all all people are eventually gonna be brown. Right. That's, that's, that's I say that all that's that. the eventual yeah. fucking goal because that means that we're reaching that 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 genealogy stew that we need to be the next step of humanity. Yeah. I mean, who knows if we're not going to like evolve a second leg or evolve like, I don't know, like it's evolve true. a third leg, I'm sorry, or like any of that stuff, like have more finger, have thumbs on the, the palms of our hands as long as we do that because it challenges our genes against each other and that's the only way you evolve. I love yeah. that kind of thing. The only problem about that is even if we all became one uh, one race, in a sense, we will find a way to differentiate. We will, we will be in classism. We will well, go straight well, to classism. Well, 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 folks don't, yeah. Yeah. don't realize that we should already be in classism because we all are one race. But we are in classism. We, we are. That's where we're headed right. easily. Yeah, and, yeah. And, but what you said is that if we all weren't different races, or we, we are different races, whatever. Yeah, but I mean that, that, that would we be all, the, we all are uh, one race. Yeah. So we let's wrap this. Race. So let's wrap this back around to why I hate Trump. So like he is first of all like the master <laughs> right. of classism, right. and second of all his crimes weren't against black people. That wasn't what I was concerned about. His crimes were against fifty percent of the population. Mm. He thought women were objects. He raped his own wife, and he was a known friend of Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. So 
who he is a child sexual predator by default. Mm. So that's why I hate him. That's it. That's all. I don't care but about the race was, thing. That, that doesn't that matter. Was, that was besides the point. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah. But you know, well, if I can say something, I actually wanted to touch on not exactly that, but in the same um, same avenue, because I was going to say earlier, it depends on how you're perceiving Trump. But like, what are you benefiting from him? Or what did you benefit from him during his term? Because that's the thing. We we tend to judge people based off of what we're benefiting from them. This is why like somebody can be a douche to some person, but to but, us, we're like, no, nah, this guy is great. Because can I can I say something though? People are only gonna benefit from something if they know how to. That's not true. Majority. Okay, now now listen to what I'm what, what I'm trying to say. Because Trump Pass the bill or whatever to give um, black businesses so much, so much m- money. Okay, who are the people who are gonna benefit from that? Black black business owners who know how to who know how to capitalize on it. I'm saying the things that Trump had plate had put in place for 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 black people for the betterment of black people. The only black people that's gonna that's gonna take advantage of that are the black people who know how to use it. The black people that's in that position to take advantage of it. Right. But what I'm saying is that we all can take advantage of it if we chose to start our own business or we chose to, you know, figure out some other way to live besides, you know, working a regular nine to five or whatever, whatever we're doing. Yeah, but but people don't know how to do that or people don't even want some people don't have the drive to do it. So therefore, they're never going to even have the chance to benefit from the things that he's given us. So therefore, you are gonna you're gonna um, classify him as, as a racist. You're gonna classify him as someone who hasn't done nothing for Black America. Um, he's gonna you're gonna classify him as, as all these negative things because you don't know how to prosper from what he gets given us. I don't think that's fair to say. For the simple fact, because one person can know how to do something and never be never have the opportunity to do that. That's the thing. So, so what I'm saying is like, yes, you can you can give no. So? What, what I'm saying is, like, okay, take it as this, right? You can go to college and get your MBA. Is that I think I'm saying right? MBA in business, right? Mm-hmm. You can get all this. You can all have all this knowledge, and you'll never find the right people to connect to. You'll never be in the right position. You won't be in the right city. You won't be around the right environment to prosper. You just won't. No matter what you do, because that's, that's maybe... That's not his fault. That's nope. your fault. But that's what I'm saying, though. So I said it's not fair to say that you're not trying or you don't know. It's because you can't... You don't You don't get the opportunity. That's the thing. And that's what we have to remember sometimes. Like, life, and I'm not... Life I'm not, happens. Shit happens like but, that sometimes. But I'm saying... But I'm saying... Because I had a conversation like this with somebody else. And I'm not saying I'm trying to give the benefit to the people who tried and didn't succeed. I'm just... I'm not... But I'm just saying, like, trying isn't enough. You know what I'm saying? Trying is the first step, but you still have to have the connections. You still have to have the chance. Think about, because we're all big into music. Music alone, like you can be the greatest artist out there, but you never find the right person. If your song never gets played at the right time on the radio, if the right person doesn't hear it or click on your link or your friends don't share it, you will never make it. Yeah, yeah, I, I but, agree with that. But that's what I'm saying. So to say that someone isn't trying is not fair. That's not fair to them. And so you can set everything up. You can lead a horse to water, but but I mean, the water's not there. They cannot drink. Yeah. Okay, it's of, just of, of course. You know, In the words location, of Mr. connection, <laughs> and opportunity has to strike for people to make it. Yes. 
but that's all things that that no one can control. And just because you don't have that chance to capitalize my opportunity like that, that's not his fault. Right, and I agree with you. It's not his fault. I I agree with you with that. But it goes back to the perception thing. So if I'm not bidding, for, sorry, benefiting from whatever that you're giving, exactly, you're gonna cast him as and I'm going a racist because kind of because I'm been because I'm starting to get a negative thing from him. You know, that, so I, so I'm looking back on the things that's negative, and that's what we do as a society. So basically, you're saying that as a society, we 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 brand people as scapegoats. And um, for our own failures, uh, of course, the Democrats. Of course, people do that all the time with everything. Okay, people, okay. I mean, people, I mean, kids do that with their parents. True. We hated true. Donald Trump well before he was president. That's not true. Oh yeah, dude. that's not true at when all. He was a reality TV star. That's not and he true got, at all. Like, booed off of no. there. Donald, Donald oh, yeah. Trump was. He was actually he was very loved. celebrated. He was actually very loved. I don't know he was about very loved. Yeah, no, like he was a he was a. Maybe lead. we read different news stories because all I remember are the terrible things that he is like. Literally, his no. his hotels going bankrupt. The way he treated his fucking That's employees. Business, his wife, come, Ivanka, coming out and talking about how he like raped her back in like two thousand what like fifteen fourteen. Okay, he raped her, but yet she liked it and she married the fucker. Come on now. Oh no, no, dude, but, he controls her. Like, what is she? Gonna, how is she going to leave him? She married him. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, okay, so so I, mean, I I would say it depends because sometimes we don't look to final stories. Like yeah. you may have been looking for those avenues. Like I'm gonna be honest, growing up I listened to a lot of hip hop, right? Yeah. Hip, and big Trump name was a big in hip hop because oh, he, he expressed money, you know, riches. Yeah. So we thought of him like, yeah. hey, this guy is a pinnacle. I know I got a Trump. I know I got a Trump lyric somewhere. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But if I think about it now, just watching the Central Five story. On Netflix, yeah. broke my heart and listening to that Trump yeah. basically like prosecuted these boys without even knowing the story. Yeah, and, and so now I can look back in hindsight, like, damn, this guy was a horrible person. But you, you might have not been in the same boat. As I've us. never trusted any politician ever in my fucking life. There's not a Democrat or Republican that I don't look at as a complete piece See, of scum. You're looking with, at with it the from exception a very of very, view, very few. My bias point what we of always view do. is for the fucking people. And we've had the same incumbent senators for like 50 years. There's no max lim- limited term on senators. That's plenty of time for them to have a collective like old boys club, which is literally what they fucking I have, I have a question, Josh. That's why I think you're right. You're, I, I have a question, yeah. Josh. Do you believe that there are politicians that you can trust? Yes. AOC. I'm sorry. Um, yes. I trust Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I think every politician has their merits. Absolutely. Right. I'm, I'm sorry. So go ahead. You were you answering some of That's my answer. Absolutely. I'm sorry. No, I, I agree with Josh. I think every politician, to a midway point, every politician can be trusted. The problem with politicians is that there's always a give and take for everything. Mm-hmm. You can't get something without giving something. Facts. So that's the problem with politicians. Right. Because they don't stand on their own merits. They stand off of what can... They go with, in their mind, whatever can benefit the majority yeah. in their mind. But see, the thing the thing about a politician, and, and that's, man, and is... That's the way you kind of should do. The thing about... if, In my opinion, the thing about a politician is they... No way, kind of. Is You said what? I said kind of. The, the thing about politicians is they always play chess, not checkers. Mm-hmm. It's true. Every everything, life, every period. but listen, just listen, Josh. Don't Josh right now. Everything, everything That's is. All I know how to do. Did he? You just get robbed? I is know. it you just got robbed? <laughs> <laughs> don't you, Josh? Everything, <laughs> every everything they see, everything as an opportunity, and they're looking at every single situation 
in what they can get out of it as in what effect it has on their persona on what it on what it has on their upcoming campaign on what it has towards everything that it had that that they are trying to do their selflessness is motivated by selfishness everything literally everything so you can't so you can't trust the word of people who live like that but i mean honestly i think to a certain degree everybody lives like that I agree. Not everybody. everybody. I don't. I don't believe everybody I, lives. I like would that. agree. Well, I'm sorry. I, I I don't. If 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 you're not doing something to to benefit you, and your own, that I don't know what the hell you're doing. But see, here's the thing. Everybody, every everybody isn't just completely and utterly selfish. I, I well, not, okay, not, that's not, the thing. Not completely and utterly selfish, but you, if you were a politician, no, you as a man, period, not even a politician. You're going to make moves for your family. You're going to make moves for your kids and your wife and, and for, for yourself, okay? And if those things that you do happen to benefit a lot of other people, you know what I'm saying, as a trickle-down effect, it's awesome. But see, my, I, I, but, but see, my but thing is, is, what it is. But, see, but see, here's the difference between me and a politician or me and somebody who thinks like that. No one has to lose in order for me to win. And, oh, and for a lot of these people... And for a lot of these people, someone has to, someone has to lose... Someone has to be oppressed. Someone has to be, someone has to be negatively affected in order for them to win. Okay. Unfortunately, we all can't win. I, I kind of agree with Josh on part of this. Where, well, I do agree with Josh on part of this. Where, like, I mean, we all do. Well, yeah, we all do kind of like selfish things. But like, also, legislation and like politics. That the basis of that is is public service. That's what you're doing. You are entering into an occupation. But he's also right. You're going to do whatever you can. And I think what you were trying to say, too, here is that you're going to do whatever you can to keep your fucking job. Right? And that includes pandering to those lobbyists and pandering to those voters. You're going to do everything you can to get the most money for the earliest fucking retirement. But, like, that's why I was talking that we need, like, the max terms on, like, senators. But the point... I I completely agree with that. The point that I make with that is... Yes. I agree with you, but when you call into account and you call that public service, no, I know that's because it's not when you can you can do it for literally fifty years. It just it just looks like public service. It's just called public service, but but it's really not. But but remember, the, the the public is split. That's the problem. We we're not a hive mind. We don't think the same. Half yeah. of us is on one plane, plane, and the other ones on another. Right. What he's saying is, is, what's right for the public is subjective. It is very subjective. I mean, it's very subjective because yeah, it may not be good for you, but it may be good for people in Idaho or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like just in general, we all have different needs as humans. But you, also- know, you know what I'm saying? Like they may not be doing things that benefits you. <clears throat> But they could be doing things that benefit the other people. I don't like that it's, I mean, we instilled those checks and balances as a fail safe. I don't like that it became the norm. Yeah. yeah I, you know, I think the thing is with you, G, I think it's your morality system, which isn't bad. Obviously, everyone has their own morality system, right? It's just that sometimes. No, my morality is fucked. But what I'm saying is like sometimes you want people to understand your, your, your view of things. Right, you want them to work into the goals of what you think would be right. Not really. 
mean, because you know what? Because you know what? And I said it, and I said it on a podcast before. My statement, my statements are merely observatory. I actually believe that everything that is 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 what it is. He's right. kind of a nihilist when it comes to it's, this stuff. It's it's it, that that the way that everything is is as it's going to be. Is that you know I can sit here and I can complain about it and I can be mad about it, but the chips. But let the chips fall where they may, because they have, and they always will. Yeah, but you can't believe in a right and wrong or good and bad system if that's how you think. You can't, you can't put that into the air on anything. You can literally just say, this is what it is, and that's, that's it. But you, I can't, but I can, especially if I'm speaking from an observatory stance. Okay, so you have to say from, but you have to, you have to, you have to say that because if you you're don't. You're talking objectively, and he wants you to speak subjectively. Yeah, because that's the thing. So if you're, you're speaking uh, uh, objectively all the time, like we need to know like you're speaking objectively. If not, I'm going to think that these are the thoughts of Giovanni. Like this is what I'm just going to think. And so like basically, if you're putting your if you're saying that politicians are bad, it's, you look from a from a observatory stance. You're saying that the society's morality system is this. This well, is what see, you here's, think. Here's here's what here, here's my stance, and this is this is something that through self reflection that I've learned that I am much more of a philosopher, a loner philosopher who completely just shut himself off from humanity to have the most honest outlook of things that's not um, influenced by anyone who is systematically, who, who's been raised by the system, who was raised to believe in the system. And I'm much more of that than an activist. So merely anything that I say is an observation. And I'm not going to sit here and say that the way things are should even change or that they will. Mm-hmm. It's just how I see it. And I don't believe everybody should should feel like me. Right. No, no, I, I don't think you I don't think we ever thought I operate from that. a stance of rule, rule utilitarianism, if you're wondering. It actually is a moral philosophy. It's really good. You should look it up. It's awesome. Do the greatest good for the greatest number of seek the most pleasure and avoid Why do the you most look so pain confused? for the greatest number of people within the bounds of the system that you operate in. I actually have the same. I, I'm actually the, the same yeah, as you. Rule utilitarianism. I, I mean, I, I've said it a lot of times. It's a very self-sacrificing funny. philosophy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I kind of have to expound upon everything that I was saying because really, if if it sounds like what I'm saying is from a place of utter confusion. It's just because that's just kind of where I am in my life right now. Like, I spent a lot of my life in a state of just feeling like everything was wrong. And I think it had a lot to do with my depression. And mm. when I actually am able to take a step back, and I think this is this is what a lot of adults have to do. Um, I really think a lot of adults have to quiet the noise yeah. and begin to think for themselves. Because it'll really give you a different view of the world. Because from the time that you're born, all of your decisions are made for you. And literally up until you're 18, if your parents aren't as controlling as a lot of our parents are and were, you're pretty much thrust into the world and expected to sink or swim. Close to 15 for me, but yeah. And a lot of us sink. A lot of us sink, and it's just because... Eventually, we all come to our own understanding, 
And a lot of our own understanding may be against what was taught to us. Okay. And a lot of my, I'll go ahead. No, I was going to say, let's, let's, let's push that, uh, that metaphor a little bit too. Like, even though with some of us were given boats, I mean, not all of us were given the same fucking boat. Some of us are just stuck on a, we're just stuck on a piece of driftwood with a stick. It's true. Yeah. Whereas other people were given their own fucking private yachts. Literally. And some were just (laughs) thrown in the water. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And for me, like lately I've kind of been taking a step back and if I say one minute you know everything is wrong everything sucks the politicians are all out to get us at the same time I step back and I take a look and I say okay it is what it is people are who people are and the thing about for me I guess I've started to respect the villain a little bit more yeah okay because we think we're doing the world a favor. And the thing about the, the, the thing about the villain, in my opinion, is the villain always seems to have, in my opinion, the most the, the, the rawest aspect of things. And their goal is normally to take advantage of what they see, of what's there. And a lot of people who are like me is okay yes i see what's wrong with the world and i just want to fix everything instead of just using what's wrong to my advantage like a villain does Mm -hmm. and i start to respect the villain more because i understand how they maneuver the way that they do Mm -hmm. is they just see things for how they are and they use it to their advantage Mm -hmm. and you know me i'm pitying the victim the victim who has who ends up being the one that ends up being taken advantage of because a lot of times the victim mentality is, oh my God, everything is wrong and it needs to change. Mm. But it's not, how can I change it? It's, oh my God, I'm going to bitch about it and cry about it and change it while the villain is doing what the villain is fucking doing. That's some of the most convincing villains always think that they're right. You know, they, they think that there's a problem with the world that needs changing and the rest of the, he, the hero's job is to make sure that the the world stays exactly as it is. And sometimes it's not the best possible thing. Think about like the Avengers. Remember like that whole, yeah. there was a whole Thanos did nothing wrong subreddit where they were like, he, he, being, he did it. No. It he was, was he wrong. Absolutely not. I mean, that's see, there's about half of the country or half of the world literally thinks like, man, was he really wrong to wipe out half of all life? But like, think Hitler only killed like 6 million Jews. Right. So like that's evil as shit. But I, but I guess it's based off of it's based off of why you did it. Yeah, the why. You, you know. Yeah, he and, did it because he and, and and what was the was it for the good for the greater good for humanity? Yeah, we reached our peak fuel and, consumption in like two thousand four. It's shocking to me that we still have oil. Yeah, yeah because and, sorry, go ahead. I, I was saying what Thanos did, as heinous as it was, was absolutely for the greater good of of, of the universe. Mm-hmm. It absolutely was. But see, when you um, when when we talk about Hitler though, and we're, we were talking about villains, when, you know, when I was talking about villains, Hitler is the example of that. He is the prime example of seeing something and taking advantage of it. Like, okay, he blamed the Jews for World War One. All the rest of the Germans did too. And mm-hmm. what did he do? He played on that. He played on their confidence. He literally convinced an entire country to allow him to slaughter these people and use them to do it. Yeah. yeah you, know, you, know, you know, it's funny because I always say, like, it, it, comes down to your, uh, to, it comes down to your belief system for everything. That's really what it comes down to. I mean, think about, it, it's funny that you say Hitler 
kill all these Jews because look at the Crusades. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I have a it, question that that's gonna take just far left. Look at America. Look at America. Look at anything in our society. Yeah. Every even wars as little as oh, this woman's a goddess. You know, it's a belief system. So we we kill, we hurt, we 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 downtrodden people. We do all this stuff based off a belief system. That's that's it. And it sucks. It really does suck. It's as simple as like you believe that if someone doesn't push as hard as they should, then you're going to deserve to get the scrap the scraps. Mm-hmm. You know. It, it it sucks. So we're all we're all just 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 working off our own belief system. It all and we're just, just trying. We're just crashing in each other. And all, then when and then when it comes down to the point of someone having to make a decision for the majority of the people, they go off their belief system, and that's the problem. To me, it all just goes back to what I said a few pods ago, where I just feel like like we are the only species that has to distract ourselves from the fact that we're gonna die, like. All other species, they just do what they naturally do. I don't but think so. We. But why do we gotta distract we, ourselves from it? Because it fucking sucks. It does suck. But why do we gotta distract ourselves from it? Because if we fucking sit around thinking about it all day, then we'll just fucking hate ourselves. I say I spend about eighty percent of my that, day that, thinking that's about not, that. <laughs> okay, that's absolutely not my life. I'm, is that your life, Jared? I think about death a lot. To be but, honest with you, but do you hate yourself because we're gonna die? No, 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 no. That's that's different. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yes. But go, there's yes, also yes. people also have other things to occupy their mind. Why do we need to be entertained? We okay. Why do why do, why do you not want to be entertained? You know what it is. Because if not, you will sit around thinking about death. No, no, that's not true. It's so not you know, about death. so I thought I thought about this for a while, right? And I, I keep trying to figure out like the meaning of life, right? This is this is just my idea. No one has to agree with it. I don't think about death. I mean, when I think about it, it is depressing, and, and and I am scared of it. I I am, but if I wasn't entertaining myself, I'm not thinking about death. But because you have something else to think about. No, that's not true. So not true. because so lately lately I've been trying to meditate right. And the aspect of just clearing your mind, right? And just kind of being in the moment, but kind of just allowing everything to exist without trying to stop anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's really hard to do, right? So my idea, and I've been trying to find this idea of like, what is the meaning of life if we're just going to die anyway, right? Is there a greater purpose, right? What I've found out is whatever's next, or what I've come to the conclusion of, whatever is next the, the the reason that we go through life, the reason that we don't that we try to entertain ourselves, the reason why we don't just sit around and just wait for death, is because happiness, the, our, our pursuit of happiness, we, we we're trying to fill the, the, this feeling our whole life, you know. So whatever's next, we understand what all this pain is for whatever's next. Most never find it. It's called ennui, by the way, with that whole stumble that we have over like searching for the meaning of our lives. You know, and the meaning of life is like a life of meaning. All we're trying to do is propel our race forward and better and more so that hopefully maybe not our kids or our kids' kids, but hopefully our kids' kids' kids don't die. Mm-hmm. Which we were talking about, Gio, with like the immortal jellyfish. I don't know if you read that part of the group chat, but like I was talking about how there's a jellyfish that li- is literally immortal at the end of its lifespan. It generates neophyte cells. Now, there's there's a bunch of problems with that, like as far as immortality is concerned. And we were talking about how I feel like if you had immortality... Your brain, which 
by its nature is has a finite amount of space mm-hmm. well your brain would eventually get full so what happens after that do you <clears> think that do you think that your brain if you if we achieve physical immortality is and we could just like reset ourselves do you think your brain would start erasing memories from the past and just replace them with the new ones that's not really that possible i think isn't that what uh, i think brains already do that Kind of in a degree, exactly. But like, eventually, your brain would just get That's full of things. You would be eventually, you'd be sense. forgetting like your twenties and and your thirties and your forties. Uh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. well, yeah, when would it reach the max? <clears throat> I guess is what I'm saying. Go ahead, though. Have you ever seen um, the Good Place? Yeah. Okay. Have you all seen it? Yes. All right. Have you seen the whole thing? No, a, I have a not. bunch of it, but not all of it. Okay. I fell asleep after like. Four all right. Episodes. So, I don't want to get. I'm gonna say something without trying to give it away, right? Yeah. So Spoil it. I'm not finna watch it. All right. Well, in the very end of it all, uh, they 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 do because you probably got past the first couple of seasons, right? Oh, yeah, so you yeah. understand I like, know, I know how the that twist, is. right? Yeah. So eventually, they actually do get to the good place at the end of the show, mm-hmm. right? And they come across this room where they have all the like the major players in history, like um, uh, Queen Elizabeth, Socrates not Elizabeth. I mean Socrates. Is uh, yeah, yeah. Aphrodite? Not Aphrodite. It was I'm, I'm throwing doing a brain fart right now. Yeah, well, oh, wait, which one? Uh, Confucius, huh? Yeah, yeah, but any all of them, right? People who have been all alive, of them, like since like the Egyptian times, Cleopatra, right? Cleopatra, Cleopatra, that's yeah, a good yeah, one, right? Yeah. And so they're Cleopatra's in this, the they're in this, they're in this like this room, and they're basically just dumb. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just like they're like they don't they they can't do anything. They've, They've had done so much everything. good stuff forever that they just they atrophied their brains. Yeah, they're basically like just nothing. putty at this point. Yeah, I like who they chose to do it too. That one chick from Friends who was like the main character. In yeah, he uh, was a Phoebe. You think Phoebe? The, the, yeah, the woman who played Phoebe, the really ditzy one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she like she's like yeah, I had like PhDs in things like math and numbers, <laughs> you know. But she's like, but after you stay here, you know, you find something that you love, and I love these milkshakes. And she was just drinking milkshakes and was distracting her from any sort of growth. And I was talking yep. about yeah, I think if you're yeah, if I remember the lesson, the lesson was but, that. But if you think about that, that's kind of our lives anyway. Like once you get pretty much in a place where you can't move, you become stagnant. You just start to forget things. You just start to not care anymore because yeah. it's just so by the numbers. If you don't, you know, use, if you don't use it, you lose it. And this is why I honestly <coughs> believe we die because we need a change. Something has to happen. Like whatever. Wait, is my ma- dick gonna fall off? I'm just kidding. Go. It's <laughs> a possibility. You use it, you but, lose it. but think about that. That's always us. Like every. T- and more poverty says, yes. Oh, but like every every time we get to a certain pinnacle of something, mm-hmm. like we can no longer enjoy. it. We can know, like, even sex. Yeah. Like, I think Chris Rock said the joke best. Like, man cannot come down from sex. So basically, like, everything you do with one girl, the next one has to do. But what happens when you get to the top? What happens when you're fucking, fucking three people in one night, fucking all strapped to a bed in leather, fucking horses in the background, there's whips and fire and chains. Like, what happens at that point? That happened that, to me a couple then times. Then you anyway, get fine. four girls strapped down to There's the a bed. max. What happens when you reach the top? Yeah, what happens when you reach the well, top? Because, because... happy with that. Is there a top? There is a top. You See, fucking stole my idea right out of my damn head. Hey, great minds take a light, brother. He beat me by one but, second, he says. Yeah, there's but, one great mind here. But, but anyway. But I was, talking, um, I was talking to Josh about it last night in like little, a little bit. Just aspect of like my own personal sexual life. Like I'm getting to a point now, like it's starting to not become enjoyable because I've done a certain point where like if I'm not doing that, everything else is too vanilla. But yeah. even that is starting to become, you know what I'm I saying? I mean, like, even blowjobs, it used to be okay, like, if she was just playing with it a little bit. Now mm-hmm. it's like, no, if, you do, if your nose isn't touching my waist, 
Yeah, I don't. I don't get. I don't get you. I'm not turned on at all. That's real. You don't. Yeah. You don't. You don't lick my gooch. Yeah, yeah. The fuck well, is my thing is? What are we even here? What are we even doing here? <laughs> right. What is this? Some soft core fucking scrambled get this, CFs? Get the Cinemax shit out of here. Cinemax bullshit. <laughs> <Hey. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Once again, when you know better, you do better. Hey, I I loved Cinemax, but anyway. Yeah, when um, you were all of thirteen. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. All the lotion bottles. Uh, those were the days. Jergen sales were up. I was going dry. For me, for me wow. personally, to to kind of piggyback off what you were saying, happiness or just what someone believes is their top is subjective. That's because mm-hmm. who's to say that someone who has done everything has reached their top? There, it, there are people that have, mm-hmm. and it maxes out for them. And there are people who just are lucky enough to get just as excited every time something happens to them it's yeah. just it just it, it's it varies from person to person you have to deal with people on a case-by-case basis well yeah obviously. and unfortunately yeah. unfortunately a lot of life is is made ha- by having blanket statements placed on grouping certain people into certain things or grouping a certain aspect onto all of humanity when everyone is their own person everyone is their own individual everything is a case-by-case basis yeah but i mean uh yeah. There's also those type of people who you may think that you've reached the top and you might stop trying to reach for higher when there actually is a higher ceiling than what you've reached. Just don't try yeah. sounding. I feel like that might be a step too far for anyone. <laughs> you know what? Sounding. Have we talked about sounding? It'll disgust the shit out of you. Okay, I love this. I actually want to hear this. I do want to hear it, but oh, be- before, before we go there, <laughs> I, I just, I just want to wrap it up. Hold on, I want to wrap it up too, though. No, you don't get to wrap it up. Well, <laughs> can I do it before you before you wrap it up then? This me. Can I do something? Because I was going to yeah, actually. All right, all right, go ahead. Because I was going off what you said, like that everything having to be subjective. Oh, baby, and I like it raw. <laughs> Stop talk, breaking up 13-year-old Josh. 13-year-old Josh needs to stay in the fast. Okay, with the no lotion. With his uh, leather snake. With his leather fucking snakes. <laughs> fucking jagging off in the shower. No, uh. No, so in the show, right? Jacked off in the shower. Being yeah. off in the shower sucks. Being off in the shower it, does it suck. It does suck. Yeah. Well, now that we have phones, we've all done it. You yeah. make my phone waterproof, and it'll be a lot more I enjoyable. Mean, that might be all I do. Oh I mean, yeah, I see, I'm garbage. I don't have. They got that pocket <laughs> you can put on the on the shower curtain. Just <laughs> <like> <laughs> <that> <laughs> feel me? I just deal with the shower curtain open. Oh, that Nobody pouch. Mm-hmm. Put it in, that, in that plastic pouch. Yeah, just get a glad bag. I know, right? We all have assistants. Just fucking Google. Subjective golf. Anyway, uh. Anyway, yeah, so in the good place, right, it's funny because, like, they, they get to the point where, like, once you hit this pinnacle, you feel like this, like, the, the, the sense of calm is what they say, right? And but once you get to the good place, it was the point where you realize that you don't need women anymore. We'll come back to this. Okay, uh, <laughs> uh, no, what I was saying, uh, don't you ruin one of my favorite shows for me. Um, no, so you get to this place of, like, calm, right? And you kind of like, you just want to move on. And they allow you to just like kind of pass on and not exist. It's a really weird, it's a really like, it's not a weird ending, but it's kind of like you're so calm, you're just ready to like not exist, right? Uh, but one of the main characters in the show, it was saying like how some Sorry. people, how can you say like, the max has to be subjective? She got to the max of wherever she was, mm-hmm. and she was still like, I can stick around, there's something else for me to do. And she, even though she's been there for eons, she was like, not done yet, and kept going. So it kind of like, 
makes me think of what you were saying about some people have a max and other people's max is very far, you know, a lot further than someone else's. You know, so that's, that's what I wanted to say. You can, you can wrap but, it up. Yeah, go ahead, Sergio. And um, now. No, anyway. So, <laughs> have any of you guys ever seen Soul? Yeah. Soul? Yeah. Yep. Disney movie? Disney movie? Yeah. Yeah. We all okay. watched it, yeah. So, Weird. Right. I watched that movie. So, <laughs> no, that movie was so good. It was good. Uh, and it actually came to me at a weird time. So, I guess I can relate that to this because if you watch the movie, when the man died, he became a mentor for this soul that never became that had never become a human until he met him. So he wanted to become a human. Yeah, uh-huh. no, he didn't want to become a human. Right, that's what I said. Didn't. So, oh, you didn't. Oh, yeah. I didn't hear you. I was talking. <laughs> but um, basically. He was using the soul to get his life back by having the soul take over his body. And the thing that the soul ended up learning was that it didn't need to have... He and the soul both learned that they didn't need a purpose. Yeah, they they learned that they didn't need a purpose. Was The purpose of life was just the simple things. To love breathing, to love running, to love just... Living and that was the purpose, and I think that I feel like humans in a in a lot of ways are cursed with us feeling like we need to find meaning when our meaning is just being alive, when our meaning is just being lucky to be breathing, it's just being in the moment. I feel like like being in the moment is the hardest thing I've ever had to do i'm always thinking about the past my failures everything i fucked up about i'm thinking about how i'm scared about the future all shit that i think about is nothing that i can control the only thing that you can control is what's right in front of you right fucking now you don't know what's gonna happen 10 minutes from now you can't do shit about what happened 10 minutes ago yeah but that's absolutely true a lot of times all we that's all the fuck we think about I would almost agree, except for, like, here's my thing about the meaning of life, is that, like, yeah, I love life. I talk about this all the time. I love the 21st century. I love that we can wirelessly charge our phones. I love our fucking phones. God, you remember, as kids, we can never have have imagined anything like this at at all, all. ever. All of the information for all all of the world on our fingertips... That blows my mind, right? And I love it so much, and I think that's what give, what I feel gives my life meaning, is that like I see also that there are other people who could have these things that don't have them, and I want to do my best to change that. And that's what that, that's, it gives my life meaning, but it's not the meaning of my life. Right. I mean, my life is here just to be enjoyed like everybody else, so I have to try to take enough time, and I have to be selfish sometimes, right? And sometimes being selfish is in being selfless because by being selfless, I feel better about myself and don't feel as bad being selfish the next time because even though that might make me a bad guy, which a lot of people would call me like a bad guy, I still think that I'm doing the best possible thing for the society that I live in. And it's really like, you know, I'm one person's hero, I'm another person's villain. That's really life, life. That's the real story, you know? And we watch a lot of movies and stories about like dads who've gotten their kids, you know, like fought for or who were fighting for their kids and like, like, yeah, they're the heroes of their stories, and they're probably not the villains of very many people's stories, but, you know, the more you live life, the more interactions you have. Chances are somewhere down the road he's got a crazy ex who couldn't get over the tra- the fact that he has, you know, a kid, and so he's like the villain in that woman's life, you yeah. know? 
So there's all all kinds of options for that. And did you like how I wrapped in like almost That's all of the fucking topics that we talked about in that? You don't get it's, to rob except like for that. Trump. That guy's a piece of shit. Regardless of what you do. Ooh, got everyone. Bam. <laughs> you don't get you don't get to rob like that. <laughs> I did too. I <laughs> you don't get every to rob fucking like thing that. around. That was great. I enjoyed it, bro. Yeah, it was super. It was yeah, well, that was a nice circle, young bad one. Yeah. The circle of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was. I'm it's trying to find. I'm trying to find a way to make myself the star of the situation, but I can't. Uh, you cannot. <laughs> We're all the stars. I just got done saying that. We're all people. We're all the stars. That's why I love about everybody. No. I, def- I definitely I think agree. Is the star. I-, I definitely agree, though, Rob. It's just, like I said, it's just, it's, it's just such a difficult. It, it shouldn't be so difficult or so hard to wrap your mind around the fact that all of that materialistic shit, money. All of the all of these outside things, they don't fucking matter, because they can all be gone. All this shit can be gone. Your house, your car, all the money in the world, the women, all of that shit can be gone in an yeah, instant. The and then you're just you, left with you. Yeah, but the experiences you get from them, those you take with you. What, take them where? When wherever you go. Throughout the rest That's of your true. life. I mean, think about it, man. Like. I don't believe you go anywhere. I, I I honestly I honestly don't believe you go anywhere. I honestly believe I'm usually that human that that, that humans are way too afraid to believe that there is well, nothing after this. If that's the case, wait, wait, then, say, hold up, pause. Say yeah. it again. I believe that that religion was created because humans can't accept the fact that there is possibly nothing after this. Which is actually what I believe too. Uh, it is possible. It's very possible, but I think. It's more bullshit. But if you believe that's possible, then you can't be a Christian. You can't no, be. You can't be a. You can't. Yeah, you can't. You, can, you, can, you, can you cannot. No, you cannot. You can be a Christian. Christian. Christianity is not like to be questioned. The yeah, Muslim but, faith, they don't like to be questioned. They go by that book, and by that book, they believe that there is a heaven and a hell. And if you do not believe that, you are not a Christian. No, me. Just because. Believing in believing in something versus pondering the possibility of something is completely two different things. You can still believe in this, but still, still, you know, give thought to this might be wrong. I'm not saying that that's not. I'm I'm not saying that that's not true. But I'm but in terms of faith, in terms of being a believer. It ain't no this or that. That's what, that's what I was saying. You're wrong. When, when in, in, in terms of the Christian faith, they follow that book to the teeth. And if you question that, you, sir, are a backslider. If, if that's these, true... These religions do not like to be questioned. <clears throat> Listen, I, I, if, if, I don't think that's true at all. But if it is true, that's kind of a reason why I don't... Class, I don't... I don't Consider myself to be a classic Christian, or maybe even a Christian at all. Jared, are you still Jehovah's Witness? What the hell? No, I was never a Jehovah's Witness. I was a Jehovah's Witness adjacent. My mom was a Jehovah's Witness when I was younger. Then you she was a Jehovah's Witness when you was younger. No, 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 no. See, that's different, right? So it's like it's like being cast into a Christian society, which we actually are, mm. right? Yeah. Yes, I'm so glad you're taking it here because this so, is my next question. Yeah. I'm, I don't mean we're all Christians. We're just forced into the society that is uh, that is um, built around Christianity. You know, because I watched this movie, what's well, a documentary called Hell Satan? 
And oh, it, that's a great documentary. This is a great documentary. And basically... It hey, finally, a fellow documentarian. I try, you know. <clears throat> but the, the thing I liked about it was the fact, like... <laughs> so, and I'm not going to sit here and, like, tell you, like, say, like, my mom is bad or anything, right? Yeah. But I think it plays into the idea of what Giovanni said of the not questioning the Christianity aspect of things. Die-hard Christian, right? Mm-hmm. You know, she just, she just believes everything the book says, and that's fine, right? I'm not going to tell somebody how to live their faith. Pastor's right? got more authority than any person on the planet, yeah. Exactly, right? So, but, and I asked my mom this question, right? And I said, hey, mom, do you know what a Satanist is, right? Ooh, and she goes, boogeyman. she goes, no. I said, okay, if you were to take a shot at it, what would be your definition of a Satanist? And she goes, um, you know, a devil worshiper, basically. Basically, in short words, I go, well, you're absolutely wrong. Completely wrong. You're completely wrong. Yep. I was like, actually, Satanists are more Christian than Christians most of the time. That's facts. You know, their works are so far. Their community service works. They're, yeah, they that's what they specialize in. That. I actually yeah, consider joining them. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't be wrong to do it. I mean, because I'm a person that believes, like we said earlier, in like the greater good and the aspect of everybody is equal and things should be equal. And that's literally what they believe in. There was like, because the whole thing, with the, the whole documentary was that the Ten Commandments was on the the state capital steps or something like that, or the city, whatever it was. Like, and then uh, they was like, hey, we're going to put the Baphomets here, right? And everybody's like, no, you can't put that devil thing here, right? Baphomet, yeah. Yeah, but they, <laughs> but they were saying like, it's not fair that you have the commandments here, oh. but you won't put the pavement here. So you you're going against put, freedom of religion. You're going against freedom of religion because now you're yeah. making us be Christians mm-hmm. instead of allowing us to have our own choice. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a very interesting documentary. That's another thing that made that documentary so great was because you learn. Like, another thing, like, with, with, with uh, what we were so systematically taught, if you heard the word Satanist, you automatically thought of murderous, bloodthirsty cults. Cults, which a lot of cults aren't even yeah based yeah. around any Christian religion. And, all and, based around weird shit. Yeah, but Jim Jones. Uh, so anyway, okay, yeah, <laughs> great though, but Jim um, Jones. But the thing that I that drew me to um, the the Satanists, um, the, the, especially that documentary was. When you listen to them speak, they speak in terms of classic religions tend to shun you for being human. Mm-hmm. They shun you from giving in to temptations. They shun you for being sexual beings. They shun you for everything that's human. Whereas in a Satanist, uh, in, in a Satanist religion, those things are celebrated. Those things are well, not necessarily celebrated, but... They are dealt with in a more truthful fashion mm-hmm. and not necessarily shunned. And it just makes sense to me. I, I like to expand well, yeah, upon break, why, but I know things, other people want to talk. Break down things like addiction and like philosophy on, on world worthiness and things like that a lot better in the Satanist religion. Or in the Satanist religion, huh? Mm-hmm. But in the Satanist philosophy, which like, and that's, that's the thing is they don't even really identify themselves as a religion. They identify themselves as a philosophical stand against yeah. religion, mm-hmm. which is really all encompassing. It's universal. It's not just against Christianity. It's not. No, it's, it's against it's a ton. All. It's against yeah. a ton of religions. Cause they, cause they really shoot for equality, mm-hmm. and, and so that's why I do like it. I mean, obviously, if anybody's listening, like whoever's listening, mm-hmm. I'm not a Satanist. I'm, I'm agnostic, but you're what? Agnostic? Is it agnostic? Agnostic. agnostic. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to steal my fucking agnostic. 
religion or lack there. No, I, I, I've been there for a while now. You're the only fucking nigga who can be agnostic. I am. In this room. <laughs> because, but I can say I have actually... Are you the messiah of agnosticism? He's trying to be. I am. <laughs> I am. I'm agno- I am the agnostic. So I think like... Um, Where's the church of agnostic? We it don't know. exist. Um, we don't know. He's stupid. That's funny. <laughs> no, that's so funny. <laughs> There's a possibility of a church, but we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't have enough information for no. it. We'll circle back to it once we find out where the church is. <laughs> Can't pull it up in the GPS. Wouldn't it be fucked up if you could, though? GPS don't even know. Wait, what? So wouldn't it be fucked up if you could, though? What? Could what? There's a church of the agnostic. There would not be. That's, that's the point. Joke. Yeah, that's the joke. But oh, I, our God! I, I, may I, I not get exist the joke. <laughs> I guess you guys didn't get my joke. No, I got, one would no, ever, I got it. I, I'm be, just imagining the preacher already. You know, like being abandoned. I, we hope that you do or do not care about killing, as is or is not your will. <laughs> <laughs> we have no not enough information for which to be gui- guided, so we can only hope that we're doing the right <laughs> pretty thing. Fucking <laughs> <much>. <laughs> pretty fucking much. Pretty fucking much. Is pretty much actually yeah. religion too. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Who art thou ever so? Listening, who may be there? They may be Frank. We don't know. Uh, I know you know. No, we I hope know. that we're following your commandments yeah. slash extraterrestrial I'm guidelines <laughs> for our evolution. We're glad you came, even though we don't know why you did. Yeah. Yeah. So please bless why or curse us with however many arms. Were you, you a car have. salesman in the south, or you a preacher? They got robes with question marks on. <laughs> <laughs> Riddle me this. And they're, they're, they're their homes are. And we say, uh, uh, uh man. Uh, <laughs> uh, man or woman? Uh, no, we don't. Uh, you know what? Instead of saying, it's instead of saying uh, I'm man, they just say, huh? Huh? Yeah, that's right. what I said. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the hymns. That's the hymns uh, right there. Uh, they're, uh, they're no, they're organ, not called. They're know? not called hymns. They're called Hans. Uh, <laughs> okay, you win this round. <laughs> We're gonna turn to the Book of Juvenile. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a great joke. Great looking with some ass here. Yeah, you ass got it. Oh, oh my god. god. Oh shit. Huh? <laughs> you trying to figure out your religion, huh? <laughs> You should try to figure out if this is a God or not, huh? You thought this was a church, huh? <laughs> oh, you thought you was going to pray, huh? You looking for a Bible, huh? <laughs> you looking for a God. So we read from the scripture of Bill Burr. I'm glad the joke came back around. I'm glad the joke worked out. Oh, shit. God. Bill Burr is such a good fucking atheist, too. He's so fucking funny. But that, or like Stephen Fry. Stephen mm-hmm. Fry is the king of fucking atheism. He's I can't so be an atheist, funny. though, man. It's is just, he white? It just doesn't seem right. What? Is he white? Yeah, he's British. Then I don't know. I think if I was an atheist, I wouldn't care about anything. And that's my problem. Like, like I care too much for me to think that there's nothing. Because <clears throat> cause like you were saying earlier, right? Like money, all this material stuff does not matter at the end of the day. But, but. I agree with... Rob, because that stuff can bring you experiences that you cannot get. Because if you, if nothing matters, like a Lauren Hill song, if nothing matters, then at all, yeah, you got it. Um, then literally nothing matters into the deepest level, even to the fact of your kids' lives do not matter, and that's what you have to consider. Yeah. Of course, I would do Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, I love, I love Mama. it. I love the Queen. I love the Queen. Yeah, you would though. You would just give up for that kind of stuff. And that's like, what I'm saying. Guys, I think I really do believe in reincarnation. That's okay. I, I actually agree with. I you. would totally be a bird in another life. I, 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 I really do. Um, I just don't want to lose all my memory. Out of all their people, yeah. I mean, that's the thing that sucks about it. But at the same time, but I think. 
your brain may may not remember. Okay, obviously you have a new brain, duh. But your soul still remembers certain things. You know what I'm saying? Like the feeling you get when you're around a certain person. You know what I'm saying? Or if you reconnect with a certain person that might have been in your past life, mm-hmm. like your wife, or maybe yeah. a friend. I mean, if you get all those memories like that, back you know? when you die, if you remember all of your past mm-hmm. lives after you die, and then you get as much time as you need to prepare to go back out, I feel like it'd be awesome because that would be, almost be like New Game Plus. Yeah, you know, maybe that's what back. it is, though. But, but honestly, it'll be pointless. <laughs> if you remember everything when you died, but nothing when you are alive, then what the hell is the point of remembering anything? Maybe, maybe, maybe we keep re- recycling because we haven't got to whatever our goal is supposed to be. That little part of us that makes us unique and different, our skill sets, you know, that we might, we think we might have inherited from our parents. Maybe we're actually inheriting that from our previous lives. Maybe even, you know, to some point, depending on what you did in your past life, that puts you at 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 a higher rung on the social ladder in your next life. See, if, if reincarnation... You know, like, I mean, there's so many different things, but what I'm basically saying is that, you know, I really do believe that, that you know, you are given a chance to do, to do good things or whatever things on your earth during this lifetime. And, and if, you know, you've done, if you've done the right thing, you qualify for reincarnation in the next life. See, here's my thing. With, with, re- life. with, with reincarnation... If I were to believe in them, I'll play along here. Um, but if I were to believe in reincarnation, I would believe in it as certain things that you are drawn to. Like some people, not everybody, I don't believe, everybody, like are born with this thing called a passion. Something that they lose sleep over, something that they, that they jump out of bed for, they roll out of bed for, that... They feel like they are made for, and there are certain things that they are drawn to. And I feel like, let's say you're a person that's drawn to many different things. You may not know why, Mm -hmm. but you're drawn to those different things. And I think that, okay, let's say your past life you were drawn to this certain thing. And I think that in in my idea of reincarnation, those things kind of carry over. Like, Like for me... It's gonna get dark, but I have been drawn to music, um, football, um, uh, a certain bridge in California, a certain forest in Japan, mm. and I believe that that has something to do with my path. With if if I believe in reincarnation, I believe that that will come from my past life. Ooh, that's, yeah. that's deep, man. It's pretty fucked up, but yeah, it is. I know. I just up. think that it's kind of like that kind of effect. Yeah, yeah. Like saying, so like when people say. You're a natural at something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're a natural at it because you already learned it in a past life and your soul remembered it. You know, so therefore you carried on that ability to your next. I do kind of have a question that's kind of based on what we were talking about, but it goes to what Jared was saying, like how he was uh, Jehovah's Witness of Jace. So, you know how, for the most part, we all aren't given a choice of whether or not to accept civilization, whether or not to accept a certain religion, whether or not to accept the current economic status or whatever the economic rule is. Um, what, what, where you stand in, in society, what your gender you were, what gender you were born as, 
What if you were given a choice? What if if when you were born you were smart enough to be given a choice? What country would you want to live in? What um, economic rule would you want to be under? What religion would you be? Um, Wait, what? You said if you were smart enough <laughs> when you were younger to have the choice. Yeah. He's saying like before you were born, if you were going to come into this world and you knew it, like you had a choice, like what would you be? What would you do? Where would you be? Before you, know? before you were born. Yeah, before you because born. because we because if you think about it, we are all like like I said, when you're young, your choices are made for you. Who you are is who you are is pretty much being told to you, if not by your parents, by your surroundings, by everything that you see around you. What's what is in front of you? We most of us didn't choose capitalism. Most of us didn't choose. Um. To, to be a part of American civilization and that's why people go to nudist colonies because you can't be nude in public. That's it's true. I would probably be South Vietnamese. That's not a joke because they live on the water out there. They'll just sail. They have entire islands of people who've never touched the ground. And that's, and that's a choice. Yeah, I could just sail all, yeah, all day long. It's kind of dope. Yep, that's a life. Like, what would you choose, Jared? Wow. Uh, I think I'd be pretty hedonistic. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh-huh. I, I just would. I, I, I'm a very. I don't know. My life is so spontaneous. Saudi Arabian oil baron's son. Yeah, it, I would. I, like, I would. I would want a life. Billions and billions of dollars. Yeah, I would want a life where I can just like recklessly do shit. Yeah. I'm just I'm gonna be honest with you. But be able to also help people. But I'd be like a philanthropist. Yeah. But at the same time, just yeah. fucking a playboy. Mm-hmm. See, for me, for me personally, I'd be Tony Stark. For me personally. For for me personally, what would make me happy? Because I probably wouldn't know. I probably would want to find out through experience, just like everyone else. But for me, what would make me happy is actually being able to make those choices for myself. Yeah. But, in 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 all aspects. But, uh, when are you talking about? Damn, before you're born. Right. I think I think life is like a Saw movie for the most part. <laughs> right. Because what I was, I, I do. What, what <laughs> I was just going to say is that... Do you want to play a game? Everything you said you can do Here are the rules. now. But you're saying you can choose before you were born. Likes he's or, okay or he's let's just like, say oh, I, I get it or I, I get or it, or let's or or let's just say or I'm, let's I'm, just say when you became conscious. That's adulthood. when you were smart enough to do so. That's now. That is fair. But see, here's the thing, though. But see, here's the thing. By then, by then, in my opinion, like a lot of a, a lot of the way we think has been so systematically ingrained into us that it's second nature. And I believe that by then, for so many people, it's already too late. So can I ask, is is this a matter of knowledge or is it a matter of time? I think it depends. Because you can choose that now, but the only difference is now from before you were born is time. That's fair. You always have a choice at every moment of your life. 
Every day could be the day you wake up and decide you want to do something different. It doesn't mean you'll be able to do it. Exactly. But you can always try. Right. Accessibility has a lot to do with when we started this. Because a lot of us... Because because a lot of us... A lot of us don't have access to make those changes. And, and, and I understand. But certain cha- certain chain changes, to at least to possibly progress you to, you know, a better a better place to where you can make that change is, is possible. Baby steps, you know what I'm saying? A ladder. You, you always know, make me feel like, so bad about this because I know that all I really would need to do to change my entire life around is just start writing. You know, and so I feel I just know I'm lazy. That's really what I know. I know I'm lazy. I know I had a year and a half of quarantine to do get all this stuff done. I did nothing. But I mean, see, <laughs> but see, but see, Rob, but see, yeah. Rob, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to get personal. But it's like that's like late. But it's just like it's it's, it's it's just like how it's just like how people feel about me. Like I I I have a certain talent that could probably save us all. But I sit on it, and it's. And it's not just out of laziness. It's just because I may not want what you comes with probably, that. Probably we actually all know no, that and, it is and, certainly and we. I you could certainly save us all. <laughs> me personally, I can completely understand that because I thought of that very same thing. If I was to use my talent to get to me, to get to get me or us, you know, to, all to, of to, us to, up, yeah, yeah, to a different place, what would I be sacrificing? You know, it's a lot that comes possibly with that. my marriage. Yeah. Possibly my kids. It's a lot that comes with Possibly that. Possibly my friendships. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, is me doing these things to achieve this thing worth losing these things? Yeah, I don't want to hate my life just to get yeah. all that stuff. And you know what it is? And you know what it is? Um, I heard Charlemagne say it. I don't know who he got the quote from. Rob, you probably know because you're Rob. But he said, smart people learn from their own mistakes. But wise people learn from the mistakes of others. And I don't really see how this is any different. Unfortunately, you know, I wallow in depression and I haven't made like a lot Socrates. of a lot of decisions that, that I probably like should have made. Sure. But when I look at the most successful that and you can use Jay Z, he's an anomaly, his wife is, is a singer. But if you look at the at the majority of the most successful people, they have shit family lives. Yeah. They have shit personal lives. They have shit like most of the people around them aren't their friends. They're benefiting from them financially somehow. So yes. you don't know who to fucking trust. That would that would that would drive me nuts. Yeah. I'd be right on the Golden Gate Bridge. I Fuck get, this. I shit. got one person who who's probably the like the outlier yeah. on that, but Jamie Foxx. Yeah, true. He's Jamie happy Fox. as shit. Yeah, but there's also Quincy Jones. Yeah, you're right. But I mean, Quincy Jones can't stay married to save his life. Like, he is the most. He is probably the most. He's probably the, the, the most uh, successful producer in the world, period. This nigga went from, from Sinatra to Michael Jackson to everybody. And this nigga can't hold a family down to save his life. Terry Crews, he's got a super happy family last <coughs> I remember. Yeah, he's um, pretty happy. All, I can think of, a, but for every one of them like them, I can think of like a slew of actors who are like, they're divorced like three times and they're married to some like 21-year-old you know singer. You lived a happy last life? Hmm. Hugh Hefner. Nope. I don't believe it. I believe he li- he did live a happy life, but I don't think it was so like this constant state of bliss. I mean, I think about it. His life just being surrounded by beautiful women was one thing, but it still was a business. It's a lot that comes it with that. It was a life lived in the lazy suit. Maybe in the, lazy maybe in the, in, in the yeah. later years when he wasn't like running Playboy like he mm-hmm. was in his younger years. 
you know, like the last maybe say 20 years, 10, 20 years, maybe five, you know, probably like just awesome. But see, look, though, right. Hugh Hefner been old all our lives. All our lives. Yeah. So here's the thing about that. Like. That shit, that shit got to get old. Like all that being being around all them beautiful women She's and okay, all that. Get- yes. Yeah, I'm saying like, cause when you ain't fucking them, cause look, listen and listen, I love you women, but when you ain't fucking them, you dealing with them. That's true. I live in Miami, bro. You dealing, you be dealing with periods. You dealing with childbirth. You dealing with almost childbirth. You dealing with their boyfriends, cause they got boyfriends, and then motherfuckers is motherfuckers too. Cause you dealing with their attitude. Some of them don't like each other. They fighting. Yeah. It's it's not even all that. Some you said they don't like. It's not even all that, man. Not, the wind not, didn't blow right. I, I thought about it, right? Cause yeah, I, but that's just women. But it's a lot of them. It, it is, but that's that's you, that's give or take. That comes with the territory. I mean, I, you know what it is, though, man. It's because you got to have a connection to something. Connections make you happy. Yeah, that's the thing. If I was telling someone I hate See, dating, Aaron was here. I had connection with that pussy, and he would understand. And I'll kick you, both bro. I can tell you right now, bro. <laughs> From a person, from a person who's like dating right now, and a person who's already been married and divorced, sex is not the fucking thing all the time. It's just not. It, it, it's it's great when you it's connect not even with someone. Twenty percent of the time, not even. It's not. It's it's not, not I'm saying the best part of a relationship sometimes is just like what you get from the little lives, the moments you have with that person. They're coming home to something That's, you didn't expect. <laughs> exactly. Really this, this, but very subjective. No, but think about it's it. Very right? subjective. Think about it, man. This is why. This is why. Like we love being around our friends and stuff because they bring out certain moments of certain happiness. Yeah. Not you know, me. I don't like y'all. <laughs> Whatever, but if like, but sex, sex what I was telling you earlier, sex does get old, bro. I, I, I'm not saying just sex. I'm saying, but I'm saying like the intimacy, bro. The the the, and that, that's why I'm saying it's subjective because, listen, now listen, <coughs> listen well. Do you have you guys ever heard, or at least know of the five love languages? Yes. Oh, you always go back to this. Mm-hmm. Do you know your lo- your main love language? Mine, silence. Yeah, I was about to say that. <laughs> That's not a love language. I know, I know. I just, I need, I don't okay. know. So basically, what I'm saying is, if you guys don't know your main love language, okay, therefore that's why I'm saying that is subjective, because people are going to want in their lives what that main, or at least their main and secondary love language is. Is appreciation a love language? Um, it's words of affirmation. Yeah, that's mine. Yeah, I know that. I, I told you that. I told Cassandra that. Man, people in these five fucking love <coughs> I, I I knew that about you as soon as I heard about it. You don't know shit. What what's, what's the five love languages? It's um, words of affirmation. Um, arguing. Mo- uh, quality time. Fighting. Fussing. Uh, it's <laughs> nagging. Know, right? Co- yeah. Jesus, you just made up all five right off the top of your head. Uh, it's quality time, gift giving, um, words of affirmation. <laughs> the fuck else man help me out here sex no yes no sex is not yes, a love it, language yes it is no, Rob sex, sex, sex touch is what they say we all got phones guys he, he's right and uh and um and acts of acts you know, of kindness acts of kindness yeah. yeah acts of kindness that's the five acts of kindness words of affirmation Quality time, physical sex, touch. and physical touch. No, physical touch and <coughs> physical touch and sex is the same thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 
you, you listed out the two of the same thing. Oh. They listed as physical touch, though, because it's not always for sex. Some people are yeah. aromantic. They don't right. have sex. Asexual, sorry. That's what I'm saying. All right, man. so yeah, quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, oh, physical God. touch, God. receiving God. gifts. Yeah. So that's why I say everything is subjective. Mm -hmm. Because you have to know what at least your main and secondary love language is. And depending on what that is, is how you want your life or what you're given in life around. That's what you base it around. Yeah, mine is words of affirmation and acts of service. Mine's fear and stress. Oh, and I'm just kidding. Acts of service is suck me. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Mine is touch and acts of service. Mine is just quality time. That's what I believe in. I can tell you right now because I've already been through a divorce and that's literally what I begged for. Mm -hmm. I didn't beg for sex. I begged just to have a moment with my fucking wife. You don't spend no quality time with me, pussy ass nigga. Boy, I ain't see you, fuck ass boy. I, I, I would argue. <laughs> you, I, 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 quality time might may, may be your main, but your secondary, I would think is definitely touch. Bro, I don't know, man. Main and secondary. Remember, I was telling you earlier. What, what, what's yours, Rob? Uh, acts of service and words of affirmation. Acts of service, definitely, because I mean, I do that. That's pretty much what I do for a job. I, I can see that you're uh, you're a very giving person. I try my best. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So doing that same thing for you, I can tell go, goes a long way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think I think my sexual side of me is based off of the experience. It's not. I like having sex with my partner because it's a connection <coughs> to me, right? But the sex isn't the, the glue for me. Right. You know? Right. Quality time is. Yeah, but I'm saying like you just asked like you were saying about sex and stuff and physical touch. It's just sentimes I uh, that aspect of me is different. Like that's a whole separate category of right. And then that I mean, that's for you. And like you said, quality time is your main. Quality time is your glue. Quality time is your 80%. Long as you have quality time, you can deal with the other with the other 20. For me, as long as I'm getting physical touch and intimacy, you know, I can deal with the with with, with the other 20. You know what I'm saying? Or what I'm what I'm not getting. You know what I'm saying? But that's my, my that's my biggest thing. Yeah. I feel yeah. good that you're saying the 80% because I feel like I brought that up like years ago. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad everybody's saying it now. Mm -hmm. I feel like I should have wrote a book on that. Yeah. <laughs> missed opportunity. Wrote, Absolutely missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. I definitely yeah. missed it. Share confidence. Yeah, I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. But no, but but no, I see what you mean. I forgot how we got here. Me, I don't know. Well, yeah, no, don't look at me. You started this conversation on the five love languages. That's because I was saying Jerry was was basically telling, <coughs> was saying about what Hugh Hefner. The, no, the meaning of about, life, about like how things that little sex matter. Important. Yeah. What's important in, in relationships? And you're saying it's subjective. And I'm saying that's subjective. On, yeah, based on the based five, on love your five language, your love language. I think you brought the five love language before I got there. No. Hmm. That's a good time to end it. I mean, we reached to the end of like a million different topics. Yeah, for this time. Yeah. I think that's a good one. Yeah, it's not that bad. Just in case you have to cut it into two parts, it has been like, what, three hours? I'm not going to get into two parts, Rob. Okay, I'll shut up. You're right. Okay. All right. Well, I'm Rob. This has been fun. <laughs> this is Black Aaron. <laughs> Jesus Christ. AKA not so thinning? What? Uh, AKA, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where my voice is. Yeah. AKA, <laughs> AKA Pop Smokes Ghost. Uh, wow, I know. I'm gonna have nightmares about that first joke. <laughs> that was a yeah, solid joke. Yeah, that, that that one joke might get us in a lot of fun. AKA too soon. Uh -huh. Is too it? Soon.
Is oh, it? Man. No, no. I mean, here, here's the thing about that joke. I know we got to wrap this up. Here's the thing about that joke. We all say fucked up things all the time about yeah. people. Just because someone is put on a pedestal. Now, I don't even like Pop Smoke's music. I there, I said I, it. I'm not really. I, a I big, fucking big said big it. We know. It's you didn't even have though. to say like, that. I'm surprised you even know who he is. All right, you can, then, you then, can yeah. choose to take offense at the one thing, or you can choose to laugh at the million other jokes that we. Exactly. Told. When I die, someone's gonna make a joke about me too. I hope so. It is what it is. I, I gotta start writing joke. down my topics. <laughs> I still have so much shit to talk about. Okay. Well, next time. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna right. forget. Right. Because you know what it is. You know what it is. When we get to talking, like I don't really like writing down my, my what I want to talk about you because like chaos. because it yeah thank you because it changes. When I get here, like I like, I like our flow to determine yeah, um, yeah. our conversation because if I have some shit written down and we talking about, huh? Oh, fine. <sighs> this is Geo, aka Malcolm Next. You might start with Martin, but you're gonna get Malcolm Next, aka the Goat Father, who has to end the podcast, and I don't fucking wanna. Anyways. This is the end of another episode of the F You With It podcast. The podcast is for you whenever life is torture. We appreciate you and love you if you got this far with us. We really appreciate if you fuck with us. And if you don't fuck with us, fuck you, we lit. 